What up, Speedy? Says you've been calling me. Really? I'm bad. I get a lot of I get a lot of spam phone calls to my phone, man. Um, it's probably best if you send me a text message first, cause some of these numbers I just don't have memorized or I don't have the number saved, so I get like a ton of spam messages to my spam phone calls, dude. So don't take it personal. I'm not avoiding you or nothing like that. Sebastian says, watch out for Angela King. She's a fraud. Who's Angela King? Angela Stanton King, that chick running for Congress. Something happened with her. Not I missed it. All right, people. So this is um, hold on. What what is give me a sec. Hold hold up. Let me let me let me mod you up, Speedy. Hold up. So I ain't gotta keep. There you go. Because I was told when I moved to Charleston, South Carolina from New York, that biracial was black. She was caught in a scandal with Tommy. Oh, Lord. Look, I don't know what's going on. I guess I have to do some research. Y'all can send me some links or something. I don't know. Let me, let me, let me go ahead and do this right here. Since somebody, put, somebody paid for this topic. So you guys see the cash app on the screen, dollar sign, light skin hero. And I would appreciate if y'all use that because me and YouTube, we've been going through some things lately. YouTube is not showing your boy love over here in these streets no more. And they have demonetized my channel. <laughs> now, I predict it'll be monetized in a couple more months. But they telling me I got to go clean some things up on the channel. And so I was like, man, I guess I got to go clean some things up. So. From here on out, if you want to support the channel, Cash App or PayPal, but preferably Cash App, that's the only way I can do it. You dig? Don't feel sorry for me. This isn't the first time it's happened. I've been demonetized before. And then three, four months later, they would turn it on. They let it ride for about a year. And then they turn it off. So this, is, this has been going on for about two, three Two years of some change with me and YouTube. So that's why, I, that's why I opted to do the Cash App and PayPal and not rely solely on AdSense and Cash App, uh, not Cash Apps, but Super Chats, because that's why I've told you guys, when you guys donate through Super Chat, YouTube keeps 30% of the money. And then all the money I will make off AdSense, YouTube keeps about 45% of the money. That's why a lot of content creators push PayPal and Cash App. So if you want to donate, you give the bulk of the money to the creator and not YouTube. Because with YouTube, you never know when it's going to happen. And so this isn't my first rodeo. Trust me, listen, I'm a vet at this YouTube thing. And what do I mean? This is my third YouTube channel. I've had two YouTube channels deleted in the past. So I'm a vet out in these YouTube streets, and each time I had to start my channel from scratch, one subscriber at a time. You know what I'm saying? This is the longest this channel has been around or any of my channels have ever been around. This channel's been in existence for about two years. Every channel I've had before this, they were up for about six months to a year, and they were just straight deleted. 
And now ever since this channel's been around for two years, I've been doing a little rodeo dance with YouTube with the monetization. I say they will come through, scam my channel, give me some bogus reason as to why it doesn't fit their rules, tell me I got to go clean it up. Sometimes I didn't clean up anything, and then a couple months later, I'll be back monetized. Sometimes I would go clean up some stuff, but it would just be strictly guesswork on my behalf because I don't know exactly what's causing the problem because when they send you the messages, you don't know what's causing the problem. So here I am now. I just got an email about two or three days ago saying that they've turned the money off again, but they won't tell me exactly what is actually the problem. So my solution moving forward is this. Initially, I was going to do uh, Patreon, but I was like, I, I, don't, I don't really know how well it's going to work. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't want to go through the motions of, because here's how the Patreon works with YouTube, right? All these, all these Patreon guys, they make their videos, they upload them to YouTube, and then they put the videos on unlisted. Because on YouTube, you can make a video public, private, or unlisted. Private means only you can see it. Unlisted means you need the actual link. You need to know what the link is to see that video. And then they would take that video, that link, throw it on Patreon, and then put it behind a paywall so that you can get access to it. And look, I'm not knocking the hustle. I'm not knocking that at all. But the issue, the potential issue that I see with that, at least as far as my channel is concerned, YouTube could still probably go back in and start dinging my channel, talking about um, reusing other people's content, or I'm doing this, or I'm doing that. And so... What, what purpose would it serve for me to put the stuff on Patreon if the video resides on YouTube and I'm just linking from YouTube to Patreon for people to watch the video if they, deter, if they decide that the video, that they want to demonetize my channel or whatever. So I, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? So what I'm going to do, I'm just going to start from scratch with this channel. <coughs> what I mean, all of my old content I'm pretty much getting rid of it off the channel over time because I can't reapply for monetization for at least another another 30 days. And then it's going to take about 30 days for them to decide if they want to give me access to the monetization. So we're looking at at least two months here. So I'm probably going to clean up my channel over two months, removing my stuff. Um, now, it'll still be in podcast form. So if you guys listen to podcasts, look for the biracial babbler. Pod, podcast on Spotify, iTunes, and some other places, or you can just go to my website, Onyx Truth. So it'll still, that stuff will still be in podcast form for the most part. All the fairly new stuff, I should put it that way. But I'm, I'm pretty much going to clean this channel up, which means I'm going to stop cursing, no more profanity, or I'm going to keep it at an extreme bare minimum. Uh, what else? I'm not going to be playing other people's videos on my videos, even though YouTube says you can do that. But as long as you provide commentary, even though that's what I do when I do show other people's videos. Now, if my, my, my video is freezing up. Okay. So the video is freezing up. All right. See, this, this is why I don't like showing my face. Cause so I'm about to go back to uh, this over here. All right, here we go. All right. So, the video's freezing up, so now we got to go back to the still image over here. All right, so 
This is one of the reasons why I don't like doing live streams showing my face is because of the choppiness in the video. So now that somebody said it's choppy and I actually see it being choppy on my end, when I do live streams, we're just going to be looking at me blowing smoke in the, in the screen. That, that's, that's how I'm going to do it. I, may, I might throw the chat back up on here. I don't know. But so I'm going to change up the content on my video. You dig? You know what I'm saying? Uh, make it more PG. <laughs> Still going to talk about the same issues. But I'm going to have to clean it up because, you know, this little bit of money that I do get, this is what funds my other endeavors in terms of, you know, my other business and all that other stuff. So, yeah, so that's, that's where we're at with this, right? That's where we're at. Speedy says, I did that real talk live studio channel. I've been cleaning that channel up. You want to reopen it, but since the black YouTube sector messes things up for other black con. Yeah, and that's another reason, uh, Speedy. I'm actually kind of tired of the black YouTube sector. And I was actually going to do a video about that. I'll probably do a video about that coming up. Y'all let me know if my freaking live stream goes out. But um, I'm going to be changing things up. Because, you know, I actually, I like YouTube. I like, I like conversing, talking about things, educating people on stuff, you know, primarily on my other channel. But, you know, I can't, YouTube is forcing content creators to clean their act up. So I'm going to clean it up. You know, I don't have an issue with the profanity um, or not using profanity. And I'm not going to be using other people's videos, even if I am critiquing the stuff or whatever, whatever. But, um, you know, this is just the way it's got to be. You know what I'm saying? If, if somebody wants to get it popping on YouTube, you know what I'm saying? But as far as the monetization thing goes, Light Skin Hero is the cash app and the PayPal. because that's, that's the only thing I'm working with. Uh, donate. Donate a dollar or your entire life savings, and guess what? I will gladly uh, trick that money off. <laughs> Anyways, let's let's get on with what I want to talk about here. So, I got a tweet or a message. Let me see if I can find it. Got so many windows here. Where's the Trying to find this window. I don't know where I put it. Oh, no. Okay. Hold up. Y'all got to forgive me. I'm over here. Messing up things on the screen. Oh, here we go. What up, Royce? All right, so somebody sent me this message here, right? They took screenshots of your boy, uh, Narik, Narik Tashid. That's his name, Narik Tashid. Some of y'all know him as Tarika. You know what I'm saying? I got to be cautious with the names here. You dig? So... It was like a whole series of tweets that was sent with this that I'm not going to be going through. 
I guess this is in reference to Tariq uh, Nariq's last broad, well, Tariq's last broadcast, which I didn't watch. But apparently, he was going off on some chick, a black woman, who is in a relationship with a, a dude that's half black, half Latino. And I guess he was uh, abusing her or something. And, and then, I don't know, somehow we got to this conversation right here. So this per- so the person that sent this to me, uh, well, that person's anonymous, but this is the tweet. So Tariq apparently said this on Twitter in reference to the chick he was making a video about. He says, when it comes to black people, there is no such thing as half white. That's an empty term you are trying to use out of desperation. That's like saying a cup of coffee is half cream. It's still coffee. Black people with cream are still black. Everything else is bedwinch babble. So this is the tweet. All right. And then, like I said, there was a whole bunch of other tweets of him going back and forth with this, this black woman. And I'm not going to pull up all these tweets because, you know, on Twitter, you can get lost in these conversations, man, with how Twitter is structured in terms of their commenting system. I just, I just don't have that patience to go digging around looking at tweets. But there was a couple points where this, the person who sent this, this money in to me, they said, that, they said that I guess this woman or somebody called Tariq out on his wife being half black. And then that's how we got to this tweet right here that's on your screen. But then Tariq allegedly was arguing with this black woman who was dating the, the half black, half Hispanic dude. But Tariq was turning around saying that her, her half black, half Hispanic boyfriend was just a white dude. You know what I'm saying? And so now we get to this to this uh, topic here. And what, what, what did I name this, this show? Are, are biracial, what did I say? Are biracial people black? So here's, my, here's my, my thing with this whole subject, right? Personally, I'm like tired of talking about this crap. <laughs> I'm like legit tired of talking about this subject. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how many videos I've done. How many, how, how many, how many times I got to explain this to you, but, um, I guess I'll have to keep, I guess I have to reiterate it one more again, that when it comes to defining, owning and controlling blackness, black Americans do not control anything as in you literally don't, you literally do not control anything when it comes to who wants to claim black, who wants to be seen as black, who wants to check black. You don't control anything but your perceptions about life. So what I'm saying is, take somebody like me, the biracial babbler, the light-skinned hero that you all come to love and adore. If I want to run around saying I'm black, I will run around saying I'm black. And there's nothing anybody can do about it. If I want to run around saying that I'm just mixed, or biracial, there's nothing anybody can do about it. Hell, it's going to get to the point, if I want to say I'm white, nobody probably can do, nobody will be able to do anything about it. You know, it's going to get to that point. I don't think we're fully there yet, but it's probably going to get to that point. So what I'm saying is, I don't know why we keep having these arguments with black people trying to, when I say black people, I'm talking specifically about the non-mixed Negro delegation the so-called non-mixed Negro delegation, right? I'm, you know, when we have these conversations, these conversations are always 
always driven by a bunch of so-called non-mixed black people who want to project their feels, thoughts, and emotions onto us biracials as if they believe their feels, thoughts, and emotions actually carry weight in this world. When society has proven time and time and time and time and time and time again that black people, especially non-mixed black people, do not control or run anything. And you can see this being proven every time we hop on YouTube and we see the conversations that are taking place where out of these own babblers mouths, they will admit over and over that black people don't control and run anything, which is why they're always talking about how we need to get power, influence. We need to do for ourselves. We need to get reparations. We need to do this. We need to do that. So if you got to sit here and claw and cry and beg your way to try to get something all over the doggone place. What makes you think you have authority to come in here and dictate who's black and who's not black? Especially when it comes to somebody like Tariq, who is the most hypocritical person that probably is walking around in Blackistan right now. Because, like I said, I would pull up the other tweets, but I don't feel like digging all this crap around. Somewhere buried in these tweets and this argument that he was having with this woman, he says that his wife is just black even though she's mixed with a white mother and then the girl that he's arguing with, she's dating a dude that's half black, half Hispanic. But Tariq turns around and says that this dude is just white. And so this is another dynamic with a lot of black people, whether they're pro blacks or whatever, they love to pick and choose when it comes to biracials on when to claim a biracial or when to try to reject and kick a biracial out, even though, they're them claiming and or rejecting really means nothing at the end of the day. It holds no weight in society whatsoever. It's just something that they that they sit around and chuckle, chuckle amongst themselves in the corner with pretending like, yeah, that person black, they ain't black, that person black, they ain't black. But like I say, none of that stuff carries any real weight in the real world. When it's time for a biracial person to go out there and go about the business of trying to get their life on and popping, meaning meaning. Uh, uh, if, if a biracial person wants to check black on their on their application or or mixed race or two or more races, which these are actual selections that you will see on forms, there is nothing that a black person can do to prevent this person from checking that. Nothing. But then the infamous argument will come up with, why don't you check white? Like I said, uh, there probably are some biracials who check white, especially those that actually look white. Now, I don't look white. I'm not what they call white passing. If I was a Sean King type of white or, you know, name some other extremely light skinned person, uh, they probably could check white and get away with it. And guess what? There will be nothing that you can do about it. But then again, do we even have to go down this path? Because like I said, in reference to this tweet right here with Tariq Nasheed, who's telling this other chick that her half black, half Hispanic boyfriend well, Tariq is saying that, well, he, he claims white. Tariq has declared him to be white because what happened was they was arguing in this Twitter exchange. And I guess it got physical, well, not physical, but what happened was they were arguing in a Twitter exchange. And the girl was saying that she called the police on her boyfriend and the police, I guess they didn't show up to arrest him. And Tariq made this comment saying that, well, why do you think that was? Because he's white. <laughs> But hold up, we get back to this original tweet that's on your screen here. How is it that you can say that the half Hispanic, half black dude is white, 
But then you turn around here and say, well, if you mix cream with coffee, it's still coffee, a.k.a. it's still black. So this is just another example of the hypocrisy and all of this, all of this, this, these, these twisting and bending of the rules are the so-called rules that these people think actually exist in real life. This is what they do on a regular basis, ladies and gentlemen. This is what they do. So it shouldn't come as a surprise to anybody, but this is why I don't really like talking about this because there is no resolution with most black people when it comes to biracials, right? This is why I say if you're biracial, mixed race, or however you classify yourself, go out there and do whatever you want to do. Because at the end of the day, when it comes to black people, they, 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 they can't, there's nothing that they can do. Hell, even with white folks, white people can't even do nothing. And I know everybody believes, oh, white people are just almighty. They're going to do something. Listen, if I went and checked white on a job application right now and showed up, ain't nobody finna be arresting me, B. <laughs> Nobody's going to arrest me, especially if I was white passing. Nobody would be arresting me. Nobody's going to come down, throw me. Oh, oh, you're not white. We're coming to get you. You check white on the job application. 911, 911. Ain't none of that finna happen. None of it. We're just dealing with a bunch of people who go above and beyond out of their way to just make up foolishness on a on a, on a never-ending basis this is what we're dealing with you understand this is why i don't like having these conversations because what's the point at this point in the game and then if you are biracial why are you wasting your time going around trying to convince all these clowns that you're just as black like, like on, on some meet x type of stuff why are you doing it You know what I'm saying? I mean, I have people ask me this question. You ain't black. Why are you talking about black culture? What you going to do if I don't stop talking about it? What are you going to do? You're not going to do anything. <laughs> You're not going to do anything but unsubscribe or whatever it is that you do. You know what I'm saying? Like, what, what, what are you really going to do? Are you going to tell me I can't talk about something, uh, talk about a group of people that I was born around, born and raised around? If I was born and raised around a bunch of Chinese people and I saw all the craziness that they were doing on a day in and day out basis, I would talk about them too. <laughs> like you, you're not going to, I don't understand why this is such a complicated subject and why we got to keep having this conversation over and over. Are black people, are biracials black? Like who cares? Who cares? What up, Keep It Techie? Y'all go sub to my man, Keep It Techie. Like who cares? If a biracial person wants to claim themselves to be black, they'll be black. Ain't nothing y'all can do. If they want to claim mixed, they'll be mixed. Ain't nothing y'all can do. If this biracial person looks like they're white, like let's just take Meghan Markle and her son or something like that, ain't nothing nobody going to do to stop it. Ain't Like I said earlier, ain't, ain't no white people finna come arrest you if you check white on your, on, your, on your application and you actually look like you could be a white person. Ain't nobody finna come uh, uh, gonna arrest you. None of that, none of that crap is going to happen. This is all just fantastical woe is me babble that is constantly pumped out onto social media to make you feel like the, just, just to make those who, 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 uh, who cannot be 
classified as mixed, make them try to feel better to make it seem like there's a there's a bunch of people who can't escape the bucket of blackness with them. <laughs> this is what this is all about. When we see these stupid tweets about people trying to tell you who's black and who's not black or what's black and what's not black. You know, and here's another interesting thing I thought about with this tweet. So your man say, that's like saying a cup of coffee is half cream. It's still coffee. Now, I drink coffee, ladies and gentlemen. I drink it in the morning to wake me up, get me going. You know, the thing about coffee is I don't ever drink straight black coffee. I've never, I do. I don't matter of fact, I don't think I know of anybody who drinks straight black coffee. Those of us who drink coffee, we normally mix it with cream, sugar, or whatever else you put in your coffee to make it taste better, right? So even as I read this tweet, and he chose to pick the example of coffee, it's almost like he is subconsciously telling people that mixed people are better, even if they are classified as black. Because like I said, who drinks coffee without cream or sugar? You'll find very few people that actually drink coffee that isn't mixed with cream or sugar to make it taste better. So why would he pick this analogy? Coffee. And, you know, I, I, like I said, I was just reading it and I just thought about why would he use coffee as an analogy to try to say that even mixed people are still black? Well, like I said, when you drink coffee, who brews a cup of coffee and just drinks it without mixing it with sugar or cream? To me, when I when I read that, it's like, damn, are you saying that mixed black people are better? Is that is that like what you're really saying when you had to use this coffee analogy? Out of all the analogies you chose to to come up with to 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 define that something is still black or whatever, you chose a product that has to be mixed with something in order for it to be a better version of the original product. Now, this ain't me saying, oh, I'm better because I'm mixed. I'm just reading the words that are on your screen and trying to make sense of why he chose coffee out of all things. <laughs> and maybe and maybe this is the reason why he's married to a mixed race woman instead of a quote unquote full black woman. Maybe that explains it. I'm just trying to understand some things here. Maybe, maybe I'm getting too deep off into Hotep land and I got my third eye just, just blinking all over the place right now. But maybe this is, what, this is what I'm thinking. You understand? Maybe this is just him trying to justify why he married a mixed race woman and wants to run around here claiming her to be nothing but just black despite her coming out of the womb of a full-blown white woman. I don't know. I'm just talking. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? I'm just talking. 
I just I just get the sense that when a lot of these so-called non-mixed black people get to talking about us, it's always some serious projections that are being put out into the ether to try to mask what they dislike about themselves. <laughs> you know, that, that's the feeling I get when we have these conversations over and over. You know what I'm saying? So, like I said, I don't even know why we had these talks. Everybody knows where I stand on this. I, I, I tell y'all, I'm, I'm, I'm black when black people are go- doing good in the news. When black people are doing bad in the news, I'm mixed. I'm biracial. I'm a mulatto. I don't claim y'all when y'all are having a bad day. <laughs> That's what I do. Unapologetic with it. And nobody's going to come check me about it. Nobody's going to tell me I can't do it. Nobody's going to tell me anything. Nobody's going to enforce me to do anything. And don't come in here with the, the police. They sees you as black. No, they don't. Go look at all the victims of police brutality. Most of them don't look like me. Go look at pretty much all the victims of police brutality, the ones that have made the news, that become trending hashtags and all that stuff. Who do they look like? Do they look like me? Do they look like um, do they look like people like Tariq and them? Who do they look like? So if that's the case, meaning most of them don't look like me, they look like Tariq or darker. If that's the case, how can you honestly sit around here and say that in the eyes of the law, you get treated just like every black person? Go show me the examples of all these light skin, these, these clearly light skinned dudes. Here, I'll put my face back on camera just so you can see the light skinnedness all up in your face. You see how light skinned I am, ladies and gentlemen? I need to go shave, get a haircut. How many police brutality victims look like me, ladies and gentlemen? How many? How many do y'all see that look like me, that are always in the news, that are always making the rounds, that are always getting black people all antsy and wanting to go march and fight and kick and scream? How many look like me? Like, just give me, just start spitting out the names. How many look like me? Somebody says 1%. That sounds like a lot. I don't even think it's 1%. I'm trying to honestly think of a few light-skinned victims of police brutality and or victims of racist white people in modern times, i.e. the last 10, 15, 20 years. I'm trying to think of some. I can only come up with one person. And I think his name is John Crawford. Dude that got killed in the Walmart. I think he was fairly light-skinned. Now, I'm saying this because that's not me to say that there aren't light-skinned, biracial, 
victims of police brutality. I'm just saying the narrative that people put out there, there isn't any proof that a person who looks like me, who is just as light as me with my phenotype, like I, I like I have to sit here and pretend like I'm shaking in my boots when the police roll up on me because I'm not. I've never been shaking in my boots when the police have rolled up on me. And I've had quite a few encounters with police in terms of them pulling me over. And some of those times I was intoxicated when I got pulled over. Never went to jail, though. I've never been paranoid sitting in my car. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. They're going to come get me. Oh, Lord. It's never happened. Because I'm not doing anything to invite the unwanted attention other than that one time I got other than that one time I got pulled over when I was a little intoxicated, even though I didn't go to jail. <coughs> but other than that, I'm not doing anything to where when I do get pulled over, I'm going to be sitting there fussing and fighting, throwing tantrums. I'm out F the police. Why you pull me over, copper? I ain't doing all that crap. Just give me my ticket or take me to jail if it's that serious. And then we'll, we'll, we'll deal with it in court. Like, I'm not, I'm not finna be sitting here arguing just so I can go viral or hoping and praying that I could become the next trending hashtag so that my, my family can win the ghetto lottery. I don't do that. I don't have issues with the police. Never have. Now, I wonder if it's because I'm light-skinned and mixed. <laughs> if it, and let's just say that it is, that is the reason, which it ain't, it ain't got nothing to do with it. But let's just say that is the reason. Guess what? And what you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? You, you're not. Listen, let's just say that light skin privilege is real, ladies and gentlemen, to where it affords me the opportunity to get out of situations that team dark skin cannot get out of. It affords me to get access and benefits that team dark skin cannot get access and benefits. Let's just say that that is the truth. Guess what? A person like me is not about to feel shame. I will take I will take advantage of every benefit that my so-called light skinned it and biracialness will afford me. I will take advantage of it all. And not feel any shame whatsoever if 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 I was afforded the opportunity to to skate by in life because I'm light skinned and I'm mixed. I would take advantage of all that crap. And if I had to, because you pissed me off, I would rub it in your face that you couldn't take advantage of it. That's what I would do. As a matter of fact, that's what I encourage all of you light skin and or biracials to do, especially when these other ones get to talking reckless and greasy about you, claiming you got light skin privilege. Tell them, yes, you do. And tell them you will smash it in their face every chance you get. Tell them that their parents should have chose a mate from another race so that they could have been born biracial. <laughs> so they didn't get access to these so-called privileges these other, these other clowns believe that we have. Take advantage of it. Don't sit here and feel shame. Do not sit here and try to lower yourself to make yourself feel like you're on par and equal in every way 
when these people don't even believe that. Like I say, and out of one side of their mouth, they're talking about you're just seen as black. We all black, blah, 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 blah. Then at the other side of their mouth, they run around here talking about you got light skin privilege. Oh, you, you getting away with that because you light skin. You getting away with this because, well, well, then, nigga, it is what it is, B. It is what it is. Let me do me, player. Let me do me. God bestowed upon me the great biracial genes to produce this light skin that you believe is giving me access to all these privileges and benefits and whatever the heck it is you think is going on. Guess what? Let a player play, player. I'm going to do G Dizzle out in these streets. I'm going to cash in these light skin coupons and ball out on you niggas. The hell is you talking about? That's how all y'all should think. <laughs> That's how all y'all should think. Especially those of y'all who go back and forth with the, with the colorism babble. Having these conversations with these colorism crybabies. Man, start mashing on these fools and letting them know, yeah. Especially if you're like a, 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 a woman, you know, because it's mostly women that deal with this colorism crap. Especially you women, start mashing on these dark-skinned colorism crybabies. Start flexing on them. Unapologetic with it. Stop sitting here trying to have conversations with a bunch of people who don't have self-esteem about their own skin. Show them what it looks like to have self-esteem by going out there flexing your, your golden skin color on these Negroes. Start flexing on them. It ain't, I mean, it is what it is. It is what it is. Stop having these stupid back and forth with these people. If they feel like you get more privileges, F them. Go out there and get all them privileges and come back and brag about all the privileges you, they believe you get. <laughs> Go out there and, and, and make it do what it do. And you have my permission to do so. Because like I say, if you're light-skinned and you're biracial, right? And you, you all know what I mean when I say biracial. When it comes to the term biracial in the black community, that term is relegated to anybody that's predominantly mixed with white and black. That, that's what it really means when people say biracial in the community. They're talking about people like me, people who are mixed with black and white. I could be black and, and Asian. They, they, you know, a blazing or something like that. They really wouldn't classify me in the biracial category. This is really a black and white type of talking point when it comes to the community in Blackistan. So if you, if you are one of me, Team Mulatto, if you're a Team Mulatto like I am, go out there and do you, baby. Go out there and stunt. Do you. Because you're never going to please these people. So why keep having these circle jerk arguments over and over trying to convince them that you're just as black when they're going to tell you that, no, you're not. No, you're not. You got light skin privilege. And then if you go around and you'll be like, okay, I got light skin privilege. I'm not black. I'm biracial. They'll come back and be like, no, you just black like the rest of us. You just black like the rest of us. 
No matter what you say, they're going to say the opposite. Even if the things you say are in alignment with what they say. You will have a bunch of people who are just go above and beyond to say the opposite because they want to forever gripe, cry, and complain about something. And they find you as an easy target because of your proximity to black people. They really want to get mad and point the finger and cry at white people all day, but they most of them only reserve that for online interactions. But being that so many of us mix people who are black and white, a lot of us grow up in and around the black community. They feel like they can just take their so-called anger and frustration out on us, especially with the females, especially with the women, which this results into a lot of abuse. And then when these light skin and or mixed race women get to talking about the abuse that they deal with when it comes from black women who be jealous of them because of their hair or jealous of them because of their phenotype, then all of a sudden they try to make these light skin and biracial chicks bow down and suppress their feels to try to make it seem like their experience dealing with these bonquishas out there is, 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 uh, is nowhere near in comparison to the, to the struggles a dark skinned woman has to go has to experience in life, right? Somebody says I got a trash connection. I don't know. I can't do nothing about it. So, so my thing is go out there and live your greatest light skinned life, ladies and gentlemen. Because you know what I'm saying? When you're never going to solve this issue. Let them think what they want to think. Let them believe what they want to believe. And whatever they believe or whatever they think, especially if it's uh, something that they believe is it, it promotes you above them, go out there and, and be all that crap to the best of your abilities. Like, matter of fact, go watch the movie School Days, Spike Lee School Days. When they had the wannabes versus the jigaboos. Anybody remember seeing that movie School Days? Does anybody know what I'm talking about? It's on Netflix if you haven't seen it. It's a great movie. What up, Gokiza? Go watch the movie School Days. Keisha Campbell was in it. Lawrence Fishburne, Spike Lee, a couple other people. But there was a scene with the wannabes versus the jigaboos. All the women, predominantly light-skinned women versus predominantly dark-skinned women. And they're having like this dance-off in this salon trying to seem like who's better, who's not, because the dark-skinned chicks thought the light-skinned chicks thought they were better because, you know, they're light-skinned and, and they, they, uh, you know, they were weaved up to the floor and then the dark-skinned chicks were all natural. And, you know, you know what I'm saying? They, they just had this little, it was just a little interesting dynamic. Wannabe, and they called it, and they called it the wannabes versus the jigaboos. They called the light-skinned chicks the wannabes because they claimed they wanted them, they wanted to be white. And then the black-skinned chicks, they were team jigaboo. <laughs> like, this is in the movie. So go watch that. It's a, it was a pretty little interesting battle. You know what I'm saying? Especially as it directly relates to women arguing, crying about colorism and all this other texturism and whatever other ism that they make up out there. Go watch that. 
Because what you'll see in that, you'll see that the, the light-skinned chicks, they never back down on their, on their light-skinnedness. <laughs> they never back down. They never back down. They never bowed. But now, in the year 2020, we have a whole bunch of light-skinned people trying to bow, bend the knee to a bunch of dark-skinned people that don't appreciate them. Or they want to claim them. Or they, want to, or they want to discard them at their own free will. Stop letting these people dictate who you are. Go out there and do you. Go out there and do you. Live your life. Who cares if they want to say you're black? Like RBR always comes in here saying that I'm not black because I got a white father. Y'all think I give a rat's ass what RBR has to say about my life, B? Like RBR's opinion of my life because I have a white biological father has no impact on my life in real life. Like absolutely none. Like, like literally zero. RBR could go out there and hang up. He can go up there and put billboards all over America. He can go buy ads on CNN, Fox, MSNBC, and, and, and have the ad saying G. Dizzle is half white. His father is a white man. G. Larry ain't black. He's really white. None of that is going to affect a damn thing in my life in real life, ladies and gentlemen. Like, as in absolutely nothing. It's not going to affect my credit score. It's not going to affect how much money is in my bank account or me being able to go out there and earn money. It's not going to affect nothing. It's not going to affect my marriage. It's not going to affect how I raise my kids. It's not going to affect whether or not I'm able to pay my bills, pay my taxes. It ain't going to affect nothing is what I'm trying to tell you. Other than giving him a boost to self-esteem and thinking that he accomplished something in life. Because he got to tell me, you ain't black because your daddy white. All right, fine, nigga. I'm not black because I have a white father.